Hello and welcome back to another Dead Pixel. Uh, I'm your host, Joe, and here with me is uh, the only man I know to have tried every reality show audition in the tri-state area. Uh, my ho- my co-host, Nick. Hey, uh, pro tip, Big Brother is the easiest to get on, but you might have to kill someone. I only had to kill two people. Anyway, I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, doing all right. Uh, getting over a little cough still. Uh, you know, my kid goes to you know to daycare and then comes back with uh, who knows what, and you know, lovingly passes it on to me, and then mm-hmm. it incubates for me for a while. And yeah, that's that generally is it. So Daddy. if you see me jumping off the side of the screen, it's probably because I'm just trying to cough so you don't see me hacking up a lung. Um, uh, he's probably like daddy and he jumps on you and just snots all over you. Um, yeah. Kid doesn't realize to cover his mouth yet. He's just like, Rawr. I'm like, oh man, gross. They are uh, petri dishes of disease. Yeah. I mean, the, the concept is, you know, you know, they'll, what doesn't kill them will make them stronger. Uh, <laughs> but if only it really worked that way, <laughs> uh, but whatever doesn't kill them might, might kill you. Kill us. <laughs> yeah. Cause they'll evolve faster than we do. I mean, it's all the stems. It's all the stem cells, right, or something. Um. <laughs> they have, yeah, stem cells. That's it. They have stem cells in their immune system. <laughs> I'm sure, sure, yeah. Uh, they got to evolve faster than us, so uh, <laughs> they came into an unforgiving world. <laughs> I guess so evolution. I don't know if it works quite that fast. But yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. So uh, you're not doing too good. I'm also not doing great. Um, any of our Anybody listen to our previous episode will will um, remember that I was talking about possibly contracting COVID um, because my my coworker had uh, his wife had recently contracted COVID, tested positive. He was taking a test, and I was like, I guess you know I you know. I hope I don't get it. Well, immediately after we finished our podcast, I began to show symptoms of getting it. I'm talking like literally like two hours after we finished the podcast, I began to get feverish. Um, and in fact did contract COVID. I went and got a test and I was positive for COVID. I'm pretty sure I got Omicron. Um, so I'm definitely the cool kid on the block with that. Um, and you just hope you got it. So therefore you want, you know, if you can get over this one and then you'll be ready. Uh, but if you didn't, if you got old school COVID, then you still have something else that can whoop your ass later. I think, I think no matter what I got, I've got enough immunity, enough antibodies now that I will be able to withstand anything that mother earth or a Chinese laboratory can throw at me. Um, I think I'll be okay, but <laughs> Anyway, so I got over it relatively quickly. I just still have a cough uh, randomly. So I, too, will be shutting off my mic and coughing. Um, I'm not going to be coughing. I'm not going to be going off screen, but I will be I will be muting myself to oh, say dude, My cough listeners. is fucking bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that's the thing is all I have is a cough. It's... You know, no, nothing. But mine was just a straight up cold. My my kid went, you know, we went took him to the doctor and they're like, yeah, no, this is 
uh, nothing to worry about. This is normal kid stuff. You know, kids will make kids sick and that's, that's it. So at least I know I don't have anything like that, but welcome to the club. Uh, I caught COVID, uh, last almost a year ago. Um, it have been the end of January last year. Uh, and that was, you know, before, uh, shots and all that stuff. And, uh, so there's no immunizations at the time. Uh, and we were staying at home. Uh, uh, there was, uh, we're working from home at the time, uh, hadn't gotten grocery. We like, or we had stocked up on groceries beforehand. Uh, so we were all set. And so we either got it from, uh, the mailman, uh, a, a Amazon package, um, the one Burger King we got, or more than likely we got it from our kid who went to daycare. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, but no one claimed it at daycare. Uh, so we were the first people to claim, uh, COVID. And so they had to shut down the entire, um, kids wing, uh, that his age group, they're like, yeah, that whole section has to be closed for a week. I'm like, Oh dude, that sucks for all those other parents too. Then, uh, it's just like, I'm like, there's no way, uh, someone probably knew their kid was sick and was like, yeah, let's just roll the dice. I really can't afford to like miss work. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think that, but they might, you know, they might've, it takes like a week to for the symptoms to show so your kid probably had it you know after you know but before they even knew they had it and was passing it to you yeah. so it's just how it moves it just invisibly yeah we looked uh we looked out for him uh he just he had a rash but that was really about it he was still super energetic um and everything was like situation normal just had this body rash and i'm like okay well if that's all he has then i am fine with that uh, I felt like I had like a super whoop ass flu that just like, laid me out. So that's what it felt like for me. It's just a really strong flu. Uh, just felt that over, you know, the kind of where your whole body just aches and that lasted for about a week. Uh, and the other thing that happened to me is I still don't have access to my smell like fully. <laughs> I have like me, I, it's been, it's been 11 months and I still have maybe like 50% of my smell. You're never getting uh, back, dude. Which is awesome for changing diapers because, like, I can't, you know, or like I'm holding a kid. I'm like, hey, I can't smell. Does he? And I just, I get, I get to hold my child to my wife and be like, smell his ass, you know, like, does this, you know, <laughs> is it a dirty diaper? I can't tell. <laughs> oh, smell his ass. <laughs> so uh, I get to be that asshole. Mm. Um, so you know, also, I mean, I just wanted to say, I'm really glad I didn't go to that party. Yeah, you asked me about that, and I said, don't be that asshole. And I'm glad you yeah, weren't that jerk. <laughs> that was a really good call. Um, I listened back to a little bit of the episode, and yeah, I mean, I was pretty sure I was definitely not going to go, but I'm really glad that uh, that you helped me erase all doubt because when I was watching TV later that night and I started to get like feverish, I was like, oh, I'm so glad. Cause it was about seven thirty, and that's probably when I would have left for the parties. About seven thirty, and I was feeling that that fever. So there's a really good chance I'd have been like, "No, nah, it's real. It's real. It's here." But either way, I'm I'm glad it. I'm glad I did not infect fifty people. So that was good. Yeah. Oh, that that's you know that was a stand up of you of not being that guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's the, that's the honest thing is like just. You know, would you have wanted to be um, 
infected by that, you know, by means of someone else doing the same thing. And, you know, no, you, you did the cool thing and yeah, granted you missed out on the party, but, um, you also didn't get everyone else sick. So, yeah. Um, no, uh, my wife lost her taste for like a good two months, three months, maybe. Yeah, it was. That was about two months, I think. That's but yeah, why... it was it was really weird because she's like, "This all tastes like cardboard," oh. and I'm like, "I can't smell, but at least I can still taste." I like, I mean, maybe not to the full extent, but I'm like, I can taste that, you know, mostly salt, I guess. But you know, that's just. Uh, that's uh, uh, one my... thing that I was really glad about. That's one thing I'm glad about, and I'm pretty sure that's why I'm, and that's why I'm pretty sure I got Omicron because Omicron doesn't knock out your your olfactory senses uh or your taste your sense of taste so and i haven't lost it at all i've been totally right. normal yeah my neighbor went to the hospital for a week uh actually almost two yeah straight up hospitalized um so uh you know we had ours at different times so we know we didn't infect each other um but yeah that was just it it was one of those weird things it's like yeah it's it sucked um and luckily my kid you know turned out okay um with but ever since then when i did get the uh immunizations um i had like none of the symptoms like you know people were like oh dude the second shot is terrible blah 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 and uh like no i'm th- i'm assuming because i actually caught it originally like when i got the shots later it didn't like i had other than the, the you know the sore arm that you get kind of um you know that's it and you know i got my booster recently and it's the, I'm like the next day, I'm like, dude, I'm feeling just fine. I mean, it hurts when I bring it up or something, or when I pressed. I'm like, oh yeah, yep, there's a bruise, but that was it. Good. Uh, so, yeah, um, that's you know. But I had coworkers who hadn't caught it, who whenever they got their um their immunizations, that were like, they were laid out. They're like, no, I have, I can't come into work. I just feel like garbage. Um, they're like, why would I get this shot? You're like, you know, and like, well, it could be, it could be worse. You know, you could be out for multiple days because. That's kind of luckily I was at home at the time, uh, you know, not in an office or anything like that. So I didn't have to worry about but when I did catch COVID, that sucked. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's, you know, I'm glad you didn't seem to have too, you know, too big of uh, issues or any you know, lasting things. So, no, uh, but yeah, no, it wasn't too that's, bad. Uh, other than that, you make out good for Christmas. Uh, yeah, I got a couple things. Uh, I got a. Um electric blanket uh for the freezing cold 70 degree nights here <laughs> oh, you go fuck yourself man <laughs> um, I, I was i've been shoveling snow the last couple days it's gonna be it's gonna be 86 on new year's day <laughs> um <laughs> and we're looking at like 36 <laughs> yeah so i think i'm gonna have a pool party and uh now like i was talking to one of my canadian friends uh, just kind of telling them what the, what the forecast was here, and he was like, "It's going to be negative seven. I think he said negative seven degrees Celsius, because um, he lives up in Canada where they use that. But uh, oh no 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 no, even better. He said it's currently negative twenty two Celsius in." Uh, British Columbia, which is where he lives in Canada. So I'm definitely getting off easy. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, I well, 
What's going to happen? They get sick, frostbite. At least they got the health care for it, you know? <laughs> At least they have the health care that will cut off their feet. <laughs> That's horrible. But besides that, I mean, I didn't really get that much. Um, my my dad got me um, this SM7B microphone for my birthday last uh, last July. So I'm, I, I deserve nothing. I deserve I deserve nothing. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. How about you? Uh, What'd you get? Oh, uh, what did I get? Oh, um, I my my wife surprised me with a uh, a trench lighter. <laughs> it's a it, it's a little lighter that looks like a mini flask, and it literally has a uh, I'll bring it. I'll show it next time. But it's a a bolt, uh, like a, it looks like a screw, a big giant screw, and you rip it out, and there's like a gear flint in there. And it strikes it because there's a wick in the bolt, and that's soaking in uh, the like a um, uh, lighter fluid. And so when you just rip it straight out, it becomes a match essentially. Uh, and it's it's a really neat little little thing. And uh, I uh, it's it's just she got that because you know I actually I somehow ended up collecting lighters. Uh, <laughs> I won a bunch of lighters back in the day, and when I was overseas uh, in Japan in high school, uh, I'd play uh, the crane games. And I'd somehow win lighters. I got like a Gundam lighter, um, a loop in the third. Like it's a, a three-way lighter, which I never knew what that was. And I'm like, a three-way lighter? What's this? And I bring it about an inch to my face. And it's just a little like flip top. So when I went to flip the top, three, like two-inch flames just pop right out. I'm like, shit. And like apparently, you know, they're for uh, cigars. Oh, uh, yeah. You got to toast it. Also- yeah. And that's um, so, but that's, you know, that was, I got that from there. I I ended up getting uh, like a uh, one or two pistol lighters that can get me probably arrested and shot in America because there's no markings on them that indicate that it's a lighter and they look pretty, pretty good. Um, Just walk up to a police officer and wave it at him. Just wave it at him. Yeah, right. I did no forget. orange tip, no nothing. Seriously. I did forget to say that my good friend a few weeks ago did get me uh, some brand new um earphones i guess uh pads ear pads for my headphones um because my old ones were rotting literally rotting on my on my head uh as we spoke so i was definitely very very glad to receive that it's definitely been the most useful gift i've received this year by far well you're welcome i mean uh anyone who stayed to the end of last uh last (laughs) podcast would have seen that but um yeah for sure uh i'm glad you're i'm glad you're able to put them on and yeah thank you for your gift um uh some uh amazon uh credits which i'm going to put towards uh the future games uh you know i'll specifically i'll probably what i'll do is i'll probably like is there a specific two-player game that you have your eye on and I'm probably just going to put it straight towards that because that way we're, we're guaranteed to have some some good use out of it. Um, you know, it's either that or I just like, like, I don't know, a bunch of Doritos or something just to be as stupid as fuck and be like, here's my gift from you. you know? <laughs> that was less a gift for you and more a gift for the podcast. So spin it accordingly. No, no, I, I spin it however you want. I mean, it's it's just if you whatever you need if you need groceries or whatever don't feel like you have to spend it on on anything for the podcast you do no you, it's man. one of those things that i'm most definitely going to be playing you know like using it for at least a 
at least one game purchased. It may not be like a necessarily a full price game. Um, but it's just like it's one of those things that I'm it's I will use it for a game that I'm like, I have my eye on, but I wouldn't normally have bought it myself. Because uh, that's what I think is the best thing with gifts is um, getting something that you wouldn't get yourself uh, and mm-hmm. that or that you didn't realize you wanted. Um, you know, that's give me one. Me too. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, uh, I also got a T-shirt uh, from my spouse, which um, I'll show it to you next time around because that's a pretty cool fucking shirt. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't know I wanted this one, but I most definitely now do. Uh, so yeah, it's it's you know she's very good about that. I ended up getting uh, her a bunch of board games. <laughs> we hadn't. <laughs> okay. Well, our anniversary is also um, like right after Christmas, so. We have uh, so I and then I I went ahead and we hadn't bought a board game in like over three years. And so we had Gloomhaven and that was it. And so because of that, uh, I I kind of splurged on Black Friday and I'm like, well, I'll, I got to get you a Christmas gift. And then the kids got to get you a gift, too. Yeah, sure. I'll use that. excuse. Mm. <laughs> and then I'm like, and then there's the anniversary gift. And the kids have to go get you an anniversary gift too. And she's like, I didn't think about the kids getting you a gift. I'm like, that's fine. They're too, they're too young to understand what anything anyways. You were going to say dumb. <laughs> you were going to say dumb. They're too dumb to understand. <laughs> it's recorded now. <laughs> yeah. Any, 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 any small child is just a, a self murder machine. That, that is the game that you play with them is how do I keep you alive? Young, young one they um, are trying to kill themselves constantly. Yeah, it is. It's, 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 you know, you, you develop reflexes that you never knew you would have done instinctively. Uh, so dad uh, reflexes. Yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, then oh, look up stepdad reflexes sometime. It's super funny. <laughs> I bet it's like uh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's the uh, I'm gonna catch you. Don't worry. And then all of a sudden, I I don't catch you, and you fall flat. You know, it's the trust fall fails essentially, or um, you know, accidentally swinging your arm and smashing your kid in the face. You know, stuff like that. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to talking about some games. Um, so this today is going to be a special episode right now. This is going to be um, more or less our end of the year game of the year discussion. Uh, we're going to go based off of more or less our personal games that we played. Uh, we haven't, you know, be, due to our schedules and our lives, we haven't really coordinated about trying to play the same game. So we're not going to rank them like uh, another dead pixels, number one game, nothing like that. It's just us personally, what we played, what we liked. Um, and then, you know, also, uh, uh, you know, I'm thinking uh, what we didn't get a chance to play. So kind of like a, the wish list that we're going to try to focus on, you know, a little bit next year. Um, so for me, I guess we'll start out with that. Well, hang on um, a second. Hang on a second. I just want to say that, um, yeah, like next year we'll probably, it's my vision at least to try to formalize a little bit more and maybe try to have some kind of like official pod ranking system or whatever. But, um, but yeah, like, uh, I mean, in a way we've only been doing this podcast since, um, it's episode eight. So four months. Yeah. This is the eighth episode. Um, how we, how we break this out. I'm, I'm not sure, but this is the actual eighth episode. Uh, so yeah, like four months, um, which is a pretty good, you know, a little milestone, um, for us, uh, and I'm just kind of glad that we can 
celebrate that a little bit, even though it's not even a full year or even a round number. But uh, we can kind of celebrate that and try to uh, talk about some of the games that we've played and kind of, you know, next year we'll have hopefully done it for another full year and we'll have a lot more to pick from and choose from and uh, kind of do that uh, the way a lot of other people do. Um, a lot of other podcasts do. Um, but yeah, anyway, we'll I'm hopefully just... be able to coordinate a lot better next year uh, amongst each other. But it's one of those things that uh, we also don't have necessarily the same equipment. Yeah, you know? true. so we have we both have computers uh, and PCs, uh, but, you know, I have the PlayStation, which uh, turns out I played a lot of last year. Um, and so that's actually where most of my gaming took place. Um, yeah. And I yeah, will be uh, getting at least I will be getting a PS5 this year. So help me God, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, well, it, it's just, it's just good to get to this kind of a point and be able to talk about and celebrate some of the games that we played. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. So after you, Joe. All right. Um, well, uh, the, uh, there's a few games that I didn't get to last year, uh, that I wish I did. And I'm going to do my darndest to, um, to, you know, to, touch those all next year um and i guess the first one i'm going to start out with is um uh, uh, i really wanted to get a time to play uh, the new forza uh the mm. forza horizon uh five is it, it uh is. yeah and you know the the location of Mex uh, mexico sounded really cool i've seen nothing but good reviews on it and i haven't gotten to play uh i did play a racing uh, arcade racing game last year uh which really got me hungry for this kind of game. Uh, I ended up playing uh, the Need for Speed uh, Hot Pursuit Remastered, and uh, it's I actually got it from my my father in law, and we like that really scratched an itch that I hadn't had in a long time because I just I forgot how much arcade uh, racers can be fun, um, you know. Because the only thing I've played as far as racing goes of late was would be like a Mario Kart, and that's fine. It's it's a great game, but. I just I miss those old type of Need for Speed games, and that one was particularly awesome. And since I missed out on the Xbox uh, One uh, line of, you know, I, I had a 360, and that was the last Xbox game, so I never got to touch any of the uh, Forza games after that. And yeah, so the Horizon has really come a long way, and I'm really interested about that. And I know you've been able to play that bit, so uh, yeah, we'll see if that made it on your top list at all. Uh, but that, that was my that was the first game that on my list that I really want to get to. Okay. Uh, how about you? Do you got? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to talk about uh, these for too long because um, some of these are. I, I wanted to play them, but not really all that bad, I guess, or else I would have found a way. Um, uh, kind of low on the list. It, it was a, uh, um, Returnal. Uh, that was pretty uh, widely touted early on in the year um yeah uh, by housemark yeah 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 so i mean i don't have a, a playstation right now so i think it's only on that so i wasn't able to play it it looked interesting um i did look at some video of it and i was like okay but i can kind of live without it um and then i'll just kind of run through a couple others here oh yeah go for it man um uh, uh resident evil village i wanted to play that not not again not not too bad um it just kind of seems sort of interesting i'm a scaredy cat when it comes to games but the newer resident evils don't seem quite, at least this one didn't seem 
honestly, the village didn't seem scary at all to me, but, uh, maybe it would have been, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so th- that one also kind of low on the list. Um, another, another one on the list, uh, is it takes two, which I was not interested in playing at all, but it seems to be winning, you know, a lot of game of the year stuff. And I've watched some, some gameplay on it and I really don't understand why it's winning so much. Um, but I, so I hope to, I hope to make you play that with me. Um, sure. I, Let's a, totally play that. I mean, I'm currently having fun with uh, a way out, uh, with a different, with a buddy of mine. And, uh, I played their first game, uh, a brother, uh, tale of two sons, mm-hmm. uh, brother's tale of two sons. And that one, a lot of people had accolades for a lot of people really talked highly of it. And I thought it was kind of meh. Um, and that's so i can understand with you coming at this one being like i don't understand it and like so i'm you know i'm curious if it lives up to the hype uh that a lot of people are giving it because yeah i've heard nothing but good things about it takes two yeah yeah so so that uh that one you know those are kind of three that i i want to play but you know didn't really make the time for them um but i've got i've got a couple more um but i'm gonna let you go again and then i'll wrap up with the the kind of the main three that i really wanted to play this year yeah i totally agree with you with um it takes two and uh returnal uh, i would love to play it unfortunately i don't have a ps5 either so i didn't even consider that one that's um on my list because i'm not going to get a ps5 until um probably sense again i i probably at this rate i'm probably not gonna get one until my guess is 2023 because that's probably when they're going to come out with a new rendition. Oh, yeah. uh, is uh, at least that's my prediction. Is there the um, they'll come out with uh, there's a small chance they'll come up with a new one at the end of this year, but because of supply chains, I'm betting 2023 uh, they'll come up with a, a smaller form factor or at least one with a bigger hard drive, and that's when I'll uh, you know their, their quote unquote pro model because that's what I did with the PS4. I didn't get the PS4 until the pro came out, and then I went ahead and bought, bought that one instead. Um, I'm I'm willing to wait. And oh, especially yeah. now that Sony's starting to bring things out to PC uh, more, I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, I, like I personally would like to buy both the one that the you know the launch whatever and then whatever uh, you know uh, upgrade that they have. But yeah, like I I, um, I mean I'm like if you're not if you don't have to play one of their exclusives, which really only Final Fantasy I think is the only exclusive these days that I feel like I have to play. Um, but you know, and, and that like, if you don't have to play their exclusives then yeah, save your money and wait till the price makes more sense. Yeah. Um, and another one, uh, most of these things are uh, on my list are luckily are available. Thanks to game pass. Mm, yeah. So, uh, that's, that's why they're on my list because I'm like, Oh, I want to play these. I just don't have time. Um, and currently, uh, halo, Halo Infinite is that. I like the campaign. I really want to do multiplayer because that's how I personally, uh, that's how all my memories are tied with that game is playing with uh, one or up to four people through the campaign, having a good time with friends and uh, usually playing it on the hardest difficulty because you're with your buddies and you're, you know, it makes it, you know, uh, it kind of dumbs down the challenge when you're with your friends. Um, So I really want to do, do Halo. Uh, I'm actually willing to try the multiplayer. Uh, so I'm like, whenever you're up for that, I'm I'll go in on that one with you. 
there's yeah, yeah for sure uh, another one on there is uh, Scarlet Nexus. I had it downloaded. Uh, <laughs> it's just, the icon is right there. I just haven't gotten around to it because I don't have the time to take to uh, to invest in a lengthy game like that. Uh, so instead, I'm watching the anime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just watch the anime. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like the abridged version. Um, no, the game looks phenomenal. I've, I actually have, I liked it from the first look. Um, I heard it plays a little slower than expected, but other other than that, I'm. You know, and then you know, after the first couple hours, they say, then it really picks up, which a couple hours just to get through the intro. That's a little bit of a time sink that I can't afford either. Uh, so that's why it's on my wish list. Um, yeah. And then one again, late game that came out this year was um, Record of Lotus Wars um, Deed Lit in Wonderland. It is a Metroidvania style game. Um, it's one that I remember remember getting announced in Japan a while ago. And I completely forgot about, and it recently just came out. And everyone's like, "Wow, this is a Metroidvania game that's actually like competent." Um, you know, it's not like groundbreaking, but it's it's a solid game. So I'm a huge Record of Wars fan. Uh, it's for those of you who don't know what it is. It's an um, anime uh, manga. It's uh, it's based off of uh, a D and D module, I believe, originally. Um, so. It's it has the whole archetype, uh, and it came out. Uh, the original anime came out uh, early, early nineties, I believe, or something like that. And uh, you have your uh, your knight, your elf, um, your like your cleric, uh, dwarf. You know, you have your whole archetype, your thief, and so that's kind of what in- what my first introduction to that whole D anD D slash uh, fa- high fantasy world was. Uh, so they were like, they were showing that on, um, science, the sci-fi channel while, uh, I think cartoon network was like, here's the original Hobbit cartoon and you know, like that garbage animation style. <laughs> and I'm like, this looks like hot trash, uh, especially when you compare it to, you know, record of Lotus Wars. And so therefore my first, um, anything of, um, you know, Lord of the Rings wise, I'm like, wow, that's, that's that garbage thing. Right. <laughs> and then all my friends are like, no, it's great. You, know, you got to do the book. I'm like. I saw the cartoon. That cartoon was garbage. <laughs> so. Sucks compared to Record of Lotus War. <laughs> yeah, it was just like it, it was. It was hey, it was really good. So uh, I've been a fan. It's like it's it hits my nostalgia factor that like oh this this franchise that hasn't had anything come out in the U.S. forever uh, has finally a, a new game that's uh, a little on the smaller side. But I'm also a really big fan of Metroidvania style games. Mm. Um, so. I will most definitely uh, pick that up and give that a shot because currently it's on sale on uh, Steam. So that is something that I do want to play uh, next year. Uh, that's yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, uh, so yeah, why don't you finish up uh, what you want to play? So uh, I mean, I did play a, I did touch Scarlet Nexus, um, but I kind of bounced off of it because it seemed really similar to another game that I have on here that I'll, I'll get to in a second, but. Um, uh, I guess pretty high on my list, and I really almost bought this game a couple different times. Was Monster Hunter Rise? Um, I've been wanting. I mean, I I have uh, I have played a little bit of the of uh, Monster Hunter World, um, and that's kind of the reason why I didn't really pick this up is because Monster Hunter World's supposed to be like the better game, I guess. Um, it was a really good game. Um, we got into it, like we being like people that I friends of mine that would never have touched the game. Otherwise they're like, 
fuck Monster Hunter. I'm not going to get into that. And my spouse and I and uh, two two of our other friends, we really got into it hard. Um, it's it's a grind that usually I would. It's a game I wouldn't play. Uh, I don't want it just for the loot. I don't. I want a story. I don't want to just play the game for a grindy factor. But it was something about the game and playing with friends made it worth it. Yeah, so, and see, that's totally. kind of why I didn't jump. I like ever jump on it because I don't. Because I like I don't know. I didn't. I don't really have a squad that I know is going to want to play. Um, maybe when the next one comes out or at some point in the future we can get that going. But you know, it just wasn't. It wasn't to be really. Um, and then. Uh, I'm, one I really wanted to play this year because I played the previous two was um, the new Hitman that came out back at last January I think Hitman three. Um, have you ever played the Hitman the the new, the, the new Hitman games? Yeah, the, uh, I played the first one. I didn't. Uh, I never got around to playing the second one. I played a ton of the first one and less of the second one, um, but they're like they're really good games. I mean something about them kind of just gets in your blood and they're just really, really just cool. Um, and kind of captivating. Um, and I heard this third one was like, they pull out all the stops and it's like really great. Uh, yeah. It's a- two ended with a really good two had DLC that had a story. The story apparently was really awesome and it left it kind of, you know, left it for three. So a lot of people were like, "Oh, I can't! I can't believe I'm saying this, but I I can't wait for the next Hitman game for the story." <laughs> yeah, I mean, the so. story was like it was always fine. It was it was good or whatever in the first one. The second one I didn't finish, but you know, I I did hear about it, and I did hear that they kind of you know uh, beefed it up a little bit. And and from what I played, it seemed that way. The levels were great, and uh, in the second one. And I just I'm like I've I've got to play the third one at some point. So it's on sale all the time now. I'll probably I don't know probably play it sometime uh, before the middle of next year, and then we'll just see how that goes. Um, but I'm I'm excited to play that one as well. I really wish those I had guys had are ma- making a James Bond game actually as currently. So that's going to be super cool. Yeah, which I think is freaking perfect. I mean, I. I'm definitely going to be like day one for that game. I'm definitely going to be day one for that game because good or bad, I just have to see what they do with it because yeah. it's perfect. Uh, match made in heaven. Um, and then finally, and this is a game I'm like, was really debating of starting this past weekend. Um, and kind of the reason I didn't play Scarlet Nexus is because uh, I have Tales of Arise. Uh, I purchased it recently on a Steam sale. And I've been really wanting to play that a lot. Um, anime JRPG. Uh, it's supposed to be really great. Um, I'm, and I'm just I'm just excited to play it. It's long. It's like 50 hours. So it's definitely going to be something I'm going to be working on in the background. And then I'll probably pull it out and talk about it on the podcast at some point. But uh, that that is even more than Hitman. I, I really am wanting to play that. And I own it so i spent money on it so i'm definitely going to be playing it at least a little bit at least for probably 20 hours or so minimum um just just see what it's like um but yeah that that is uh that's my list and uh i'll be looking forward to getting to some of that at least next year tales yeah the tales games have always been solid um 
well, mostly. Um, I got into them really early on, and then I kind of dropped off uh, later for a large while. Uh, but yeah, Scarlet Nexus team is uh, the part of the, a lot of heritage from uh, the Tales games. So yeah, I'm kind of curious about that. Um, I haven't actually. I've been. I kept myself in the dark for the um, Tales of Arise mainly because the last couple of Tales games have been a little lackluster. Uh, so uh, that's. I think like Tales uh, of Basara or something like that was. Area? Uh, or yes, that one. It was like apparently that one wasn't as like it. It got a lot of hype and then it kind of fizzled out. Um, there was a. I got into the Tales game maybe two Tales before that one, which. Uh, it was like a part one and part two, and I cannot remember the name of them anymore. Um, but yeah, the original Tales of um, uh, Fantasia uh, and Tales of Destiny on the PlayStation 1. Uh, Tales of Fantasia was a Super Nintendo game or Super Famicom. You know, those games were super neat, uh, especially since you are like on a 2D plane. And it was like, the be- like I remember playing that and being like, telling a friend, it's like Street Fighter? but an RPG and it's like really weird because you're running back and forth and your enemies are off screen. And then you're like, yeah. And you were able to play two player and that was super cool to play like an RPG multiplayer. Um, and it's just like, that was unheard of, you know, back then for the most part. Uh, so that was, that was like what made that game super good. And then of course, tales of symphonia for the game, uh, cube pretty much put the GameCube as far as uh, RPG wise on the map. Um, I actually so. recently watched a video on YouTube of this guy who was talking about how great Tales of Symphonia was, and you know he he laid it out and uh, like there's a remaster or something on Steam yeah. that looks pretty nice. Uh, it's not something I'm going to play, but um, it was at least interesting to listen to somebody kind of chat up that game and talk about how how uh, like big of a thing it was because I remember seeing it, but I never had a chance and I even had a GameCube, but I, I never uh, reached out for it back when it was uh, popular. Yeah, uh, it's, it's totally, uh, it was one of those time and place things, but it, it, uh, it birthed a whole new set of fans for the whole series. Um, so then it, it kind of, like I said, hit some hard waters, but late, lately it seems to be uh, doing better. Uh, and so this last one, I've heard nothing but good things about it, but I actually don't know anything about story wise or nothing. So, yeah. uh, so I'm curious about to get your takes on tales of Arise. It's uh, all right. it, like eights and nines, you know, so yeah. we'll see how it goes. All right. Well, uh, I'll have you start us off with, um, uh, cause you have, uh, you have quite a few games, uh, on your game of the year list. So I'll let you, uh, kick us off with, uh, I guess, do you have them in any specific order or is this just, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, We'll get to, we'll kind of get to that. Um, I, I did play quite a few old games, but, um, like games from, from previous years. Um, but never any that I just feel like I've, I've got to talk about. Um, I guess, I mean, at least none none that I've played enough where I feel comfortable talking about them. And a lot of these I will be playing in the next year. So I'll talk about them next year. Um, if uh if they're good enough for that um the early this year i was playing a lot of magic the gathering or uh magic arena rather um i definitely i I spent a lot more time playing that uh in 2020 and maybe even 2019 um but i did play it a little bit and it's it's a good game it's a great game it's probably the best way to play magic as as a as a as an intro um, but, uh, for some reason it just, 
the card sets just didn't really grab me. So I didn't really play that too, too much. Um, and then, um, I played 12 minutes this year and I hated it, but I played it. Um, and I just want to do, uh, I know we don't, we don't really have a worst game of the year segment, but I would like to nominate 12 minutes for worst game of the year. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, okay. I'll <laughs> counterpoint that with, um, I played cyberpunk, uh, and I would like to nominate that for my worst game of the year. That's um, fair. Because it took me like a hundred gigs to download on my PlayStation, uh, and then every time it patched, it patched this ginormous motherfucking thing, and I, I, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> the game was kind of broken. So what kind I did of. was, uh, I found well broken in a lot of ways, uh, and so in order to make it fun for me, I, I found a, a way to duplicate items, and I got myself at least a bunch of money in the beginning. Um, I wasted a bunch of time getting a bunch of money, but. I'm like, now I don't have to worry about money. And you know what? That's, that's all right by me. Uh, so that, the game actually seemed like it, it, the story kind of went started going places that I enjoyed. Just the mechanics and the actual gameplay itself was hot garbage. I mean, um, it, it won game of the year for some places. So, Yeah. Yeah. Shills. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> they probably are on the, on the, on the CD project reg, uh, red, uh, payroll. Um, was it GOG's top game of the year? Right. No, <laughs> probably. Yeah. Because <laughs> CD project owns them. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the joke there. Um, yeah, I just wanted to say I hated 12 minutes again and, uh, that's all I have to say about that. Um, other games I played, um, the ascent, you and I both played that. Um, I played this for, I don't know, f- four or five hours, something like that. I enjoyed what I played of it. I thought it was pr- probably a little bit too glitchy. Um, and uh, I I wanted to move on to other things, so I just kind of jumped off of it. But it was, it was good. I'd actually like to see a second try from this team. Um, and see what else they could do, even with the same, just the same universe or the same, you know, cyberpunk. The sequel will be awesome. The That's sequ- what I think. The sequel will probably be. I'm not going to sit here and say awesome, but it'll probably be much better because um, there's definitely some good bones there. Um, but yeah, so 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 I, I played the ascent and enjoyed it, but it bounced off. Um, kind of another one in this kind of hodgepodge list is uh back for blood you and i also both played quite a bit of that um i enjoyed it but i really wouldn't have played it for very long if i hadn't played it with friends um so to me it was less the game doing that and more you know playing with you guys and having fun with that it just wasn't it just didn't grab me in you know by itself for what it was, but it wasn't bad. I did enjoy it, but it was um, definitely not enough to make my, my top five um, of the year. Um, another game that I, that wish I, I mean, I played it, but I wish I played more of it is guilty gear strive. Um, I really enjoyed playing this game, but is it's difficult and it took a lot of practice even before I started playing it against other people. 
So I really am hoping I'm going to get to play this game a lot more in the coming year and hopefully be able to talk about how great it was uh, in 2022. And because I have a lot of stuff planned, but there's also a bunch more fighting games coming out. So it may get pushed out. We'll just have to see. Um, finally, uh, before we get into my top five, it is a game that I definitely would uh, win the old game of the year category for me. Uh, I played back in the summertime. Uh, I played near automata and um, I'd played it some in previous years, but I made a point to, to finish it. And the point at which I was starting on this on near automata was basically at the 20 hour mark, which is right when it like really gets going. And I, uh, it, it really did. It was um, pretty amazing game. I really, I really enjoyed it. It does a lot of things that I don't know, like a lot of other games on the, on the list, you could potentially make a movie out of and it would be, and it would be like, okay, you know, you're getting the basic story and stuff like that. But with near automata, it, it it's one of those games that has to be a game. It just couldn't be anything else. It has to be a game because of how it plays and what it's trying to tell you. Um, and for that, you know, not a lot of games really accomplish that. And so uh, I definitely want to hold it up here as like being best old game. Cause uh, for me at least, because it was, uh, it was really great anyway. So that's all I've got to say about uh, games that are not in my top five um, so I'm gonna kick it over to you, Joe, take it away. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, you know, uh, I got a chance to play a few older games as well. So I mentioned it before. I am a fan of the library. The library is able to, you know, mm, that's nice. one of the reasons why I play my PlayStation four so much is because you know, they get the discs in and I don't have to, you know, keep on buying all these new games. Um, uh, so some of the ones that I did play last year uh, were actually uh, a, a few VR games, uh, and it, like VR is always a uh, it's it's a little bit hard to have the time to play those because I literally have to isolate myself, and so it's usually like a late at night thing uh, where the kids sleep and stuff like that. And uh, so uh, they are little shorter experiences, which I like. Uh, and I got to play um, both uh, Rick and Morty. Um, yeah, so it was at Rick and Morty, uh, virtual uh, Rickality, and that is a they sum it up in the beginning as a um, like a laundry uh, laundry sim, <laughs> um, and it's it's a uh, it's very well written. If you like Rick and Morty, their their sense of humor, uh, it's impressive. The a lot of side dialogue they have. It's it's a simple experience. It was, but it was a lot of fun. And the same team, uh, same creator, made uh, Trover Saves the Universe. And that one is more of a fuller game. Uh, and that one was also really enjoyable. Uh, I was surprised how much I actually liked it. Uh, it was... Um, now, I wouldn't... You know, these are a little bit older, so that's... Uh, or at least, uh, I believe they're quite a bit older. So um, that's why they're not my uh, top five. Uh, but totally worth uh, a shot if you have VR. And if you like that sense of humor, um, mm. if you don't, then obviously don't play it. 
Uh, I got around to playing uh, Blood and Truth as well, which is uh, VR. And that is, uh, it's the, it's like the closest thing you have to an action movie, like um, kind of, uh, it's a, uh, it's UK uh, based ish. So you have the, um, the Cockney accents and stuff like that. It's uh, car chases, gun, gunplay. Uh, it, it's like playing an action movie. Uh, that's a really well done uh, game. So I totally had a good time with that. And it's all thanks to like local libraries and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, those were about the, the main ones that I got the chance to really enjoy. Um, like I said, thanks to the library as well. I got to play Cyberpunk and I got to waste my time on that. Uh, <laughs> there's, a sick, there's a sick part of me that really wants to just go through the story because I, I actually did enjoy The story got interesting, actually. It's just like um, I just can't slog through the mechanics to do it. Um, so that'll probably be, I don't know, 2023, maybe when they finally get it all, when they come out with their, um, enhanced edition, like they usually do with, um, you know, uh, the Witcher games, they usually always come out with like their, um, their enhanced versions of those. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's really it on there. I did get to play one other game, uh, a racing game that, you know, that need for speed and that's, you know, it's an older game as well, but it was it was it's still just as fun, uh, honestly. So if you have a PlayStation and you don't want, you know, so you don't have access to the Forza, uh, but you want an arcade style game, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. Uh, that was most definitely an enjoyable game. So I'd recommend that. Um, so, yeah, now I guess up to the top five. Uh, so do you want to go ahead and you do one? I do one uh, for yeah. me. I don't actually have a I don't have it listed for myself as like this is my number one game. It's just my top five. It's mostly my top three. They're like interchangeable. Uh, so that's kind of the way I look at it for myself. Okay. Uh, but all right, I'll kick us off. Um, so hang on a second. Actually, I, I did want to kind of, I thought I was going to go first. So I wanted to interject oh, this. Yeah, go right ahead, man. No, 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 no. Uh, this is not actually, I just thought of this cause I had thought of this earlier, but uh, I think it's kind of interesting. I just want to throw a shout out. <laughs> I just wanted to, uh, to I guess praise um, Xbox Game Pass uh, for this year. Just, I mean, as a platform, as platforms go, you know, Xbox Game Pass has been unbelievable. You know, just the, the deals, you know, uh, the the games that come to it, you know, straight away, and you're just paying ten bucks a month or fifteen bucks a month if you're splurging. You know, it's a huge it's a massive, amazing deal, even better than, you know, steam sales of the, of the past. Um, so I just wanted to kind of recognize them, what they've been doing, um, and, uh, say more power to them and to keep going. Yeah. Um, and you know, so for those who, uh, who've heard us before, we talk highly about game pass. Uh, obviously we're not sponsored by them or anything cause we're nobodies. Uh, but, but if they want to sponsor us, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I already have my next well two and a half years worth already, but that's because for those who don't have it, who are interested in it, um, uh, what I would recommend doing is getting uh, Xbox Gold cards, uh, which are like usually sixty bucks for Xbox Gold. And what you do is you can do up to three years. Uh, so what I did is I went to I think it was Costco, and they had it for like uh, a one year card for like fifty or fifty five bucks or something like that. I bought three of them straight out the bat. Uh, so for roughly, uh, for less than, uh, you know, 180 bucks, I ended up having, uh, I logged in all my cards 
And then it's uh, then I went ahead and accessed um, when I went ahead to register onto Game Pass. It's like, oh, you have gold. You have three years of gold. Would you like to transfer them for like a dollar? And I'm like, sure. So they did a, they did my three years of gold, transferred it straight to Game Pass Ultimate. Um, and it only cost me a dollar to transfer do that transfer plus the 180, uh, which Game Pass Ultimate is 15 bucks a month. That gives you the uh, PC and the Xbox uh, game coverage. Um, and it also gives you EA, uh, access or is it EA play now? Uh, it gives you the base version of that yeah. and it gives you, um, some mobile stuff. If you want their streaming, uh, Xbox's streaming stuff, which I have not tried on my phone or nothing like that. Uh, but yeah, it gives you a lot of crap. And for me, I've essentially, I did it for the cost of like a little over like a year and a half or something like that. Cause 15 bucks a month, uh, you know, so I paid one eighty for three years essentially yeah, so um, like what what would you have paid for three years um well if you're looking at it that way uh it's what 15 a month so uh times 12 uh 30 so um 30 times, times 6 6 12 18 so it's one year one year is 18 so 180 um one two three four times three four years. yeah so yeah, 180 times, 30, times so. three years is it so 180 per year and then times three years, that's 540. Mm-hmm. So, and then you paid how much for it? I paid, I paid less than 180 because it was, I paid less Dude. than 60 bucks a card. Yeah. You, you, I, they're going to, they're going to find out and they're going to sue you for robbery. Cause you just, <laughs> it's a great deal. It's a great deal. Uh, and then for those of you who like, oh, but I already did there. Like if that's the thing is if you did their one month free or something like that, or if you paid a dollar or something like that, and then the, it won't let you do it. Because they'll mm-hmm. they'll do uh, just a transfer, like oh you spent sixty dollars on the one year card. Well, we'll let you transfer it, uh, which would be fifteen, but dollar equivalent. So it'll be fifteen. Uh, it'll give you four months exchange. Uh, so what you have to do is you can only do it with a brand new account. And so the the loophole behind that is you just make a new email, make a new account, do that, and then make that as your parent account, and then you can sign in under your normal gamer tag under like the a you know a family member mm-hmm. and then you have access so that's what happened that's how my uh my spouse well we we do the actual family thing so she has access because on her computer uh i have it as mine as the primary and hers is secondary so she can actually still we were able to play like state of decay which shout outs to that because that was a, that was a lot of fun last year too um Oh, I had fun with that. it just because playing with you know playing with friends, playing it solo. I don't know how much fun I'd have, but uh, that was a good time uh, last year for sure. Yeah, I might have to do that because those are some pretty good savings. I mean, I, 540, basically 540 dollars worth for 180 is pretty great. Anyway, so I just want to talk about that a little bit, and uh, yeah, so cool. Well, well, we can get on with the top five. You want me to go first? I can, or you yeah, can. If go you right ahead. All right, so um, kind of jumping off of Game Pass, uh, two or three days ago, I started playing Forza Horizon 5, and, um, I, you know, I jumped into this game kind of thinking, I need to play this because this has made a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, Game of the Year lists as well. Um, I, hadn't played a, I haven't played a racing game in years. The last racing game I remember putting any time into was Gran Turismo three. Whichever, yeah. Three a spec. I think it was whichever one was for the PlayStation two. 
Yeah, that, that was three. I think that was three. Yeah. Um, I remember put so I put time into that, and that was the last time, and that was decades ago. <laughs> um, so I hadn't played a serious racing game. I mean, I've built around with like Mario Kart or something at someone's house, I'm sure, at some point. But um, I hadn't played a serious racing game in a long time. So I wanted to load this one up, and um, it was awesome immediately. You know, they start you out with a bunch of different cars, or several different cars. They give you a taste of, of everything, and then they put you on the road. Um, and just driving around in those cars is just great. Um, the feel of it is awesome. The like the graphics, even on an old card, the graphics are, are great. Um, the music is, is all right. Uh, but I finally got into some races and I forgot how good it feels to just, to just race, man. Uh, kind of one of the more pure gaming experiences is just racing cars and just getting there first. Um, and uh, I yeah I got into some races last night, and you know, lost bad, and then did the same race again and got really got really close. I think I got third, and then I did it again and got first. And I was like, man, that's such a satisfying feeling to learn the course and get it all like just right. And uh, I'm really looking forward to playing it some more. Honestly, it's kind of my palate cleanser um, for you know playing harder games and then jump into Forza Horizon 5 and just kind of uh, let the hours go by as they do pretty quickly while, while, while I'm playing that game. So um, definitely uh, snuck into my top five, surprised me. Uh, I thought, dang, you know, how good how good can a racing game be in 2021? But apparently they're, they're pretty awesome. So Forza Horizon 5, number five on my list. All right. Yeah, most definitely. Like I said, I need to get to playing that uh, next year. I have I downloaded it and it was like 120 gigs or something like that. And I just it's been on my computer for like the last month and a half. I just saw it uh, again. Just, it's 138 yeah. gigs. It's okay. Ridiculous. Yeah. Geez. Uh, yeah. I just I, I just no time to to really dive into it. Um, but yeah. So my number five. Uh, it's you know like i said the uh, five and four kind of meh you know like interchangeable so i'm gonna say uh mine was actually uh back for blood mm. um so the reason why back for blood gets so high on my list is because um the game itself is is fun uh i wish the story was there because there is story but it's so presented so shittily <laughs> it's um <laughs> uh it's character dialogue so whoever's hosting is generally the one who gets most of the dialogue and it's so like in the background uh that you're usually killing things yelling talking to your friends and you can't actually hear what they're talking about so there is there is an actual story but you have to really look for it uh but the reason why it's so high on my list is because or it actually made it to my top five was i had a really good time playing with my friends um i actually had uh three four four crew members like four groups of people that i'd interchange with um and it was a couple of us who were in each group but that was really a good thing because it's like all right um we'd play like you know every other day or something like five days a week almost uh it was just get home we got a couple we had an hour maybe an hour and a half to play before bed you know jump on and be like okay who's available Okay, cool. We got um this time this you know like oh someone so and so can't make it. Well, don't worry, we got someone else to jump in. So I was running 
uh, multiple campuses. It's like, okay, so you were here last time. So, all right, we'll, we'll jump onto that mission that you were on. And, you know, we didn't really mind that we had to reset our, our decks or anything like that, but it was, it was really fun just to hang out with my friends and all played something together. We hadn't, I haven't felt that like group mentality to play together for, for a while yeah. uh, with that many people. I mean, like I've had, like I said, dedicated groups from monster hunter or something like that, but just to have so many people willing to jump in and at any given time and just be like, yeah, I'm looking for a group and you know, we're all playing the same game. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, you were definitely playing it a lot. I was jumping on a couple times a week. Sometimes um, that game kind of just, it was part of the zeitgeist for like a minute because it was on Game Pass. It was brand new. It reminded people of uh, the old Left 4 Deads, and it played well and stuff like that. So it was definitely one of those games everybody wanted to kind of just jump in and, and have some fun, and it served that purpose really well. Yeah, it was a good month uh, for, for me and my group uh, groups. Uh, we ended up, yeah, we played it really hard for a while, and... Uh, never did beat it because we ended up start, <laughs> starting it so often. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was it was just a lot of fun, and I just having something to all play together uh, because that it almost brought me back to you know the old Left for Deads as well. But I'll just that kind of mentality over um, like old Gears of War or something or, or like um, you know Halo, the, you know the, those old multiplayer things where like you and all you know quite a few of your coworkers, you're all like really heavily interested in this one game and you're just like at any given time you're just all playing together uh so that's it reminded me of that and that's why i had a really good time with it it was just uh it's all a game uh you know it's just i wish it had a story that was like good uh or like cutscenes or something like that but the, as far as uh being a thing to play with your friends um you know i assume it's I never played Destiny, but I assume you know that Destiny plays that role for a lot of people. Mm, uh, but Destiny so, actually yeah. has story, um, so uh, that's you know you know I just never had friends that uh, were really interested in it, so no one was interested in it, so neither was I. Um, but I've heard a lot of people get like that. So yeah, that was uh, Back for Blood was my number five. Um, yeah, yeah, people do love their Destiny. Um, so yeah, so number four. Um little indie game came out for PC and switch uh, eastward uh, I really loved the idea of eastward and I loved the aesthetic uh, the art is just fantastic um, a lot of the characters in it are really sweet and endearing the music in it is also amazing uh, the soundtrack is I listen to that like, I listened to that a couple a couple times just by itself, uh, and there's some there's some bangers on there, some really great tracks. Um, it, this game would be higher on my list if it did not test my patience. It's very talky. It's kind of in love with its own voice, with its own story, which is good, but it's not great. Um, I have not finished it. I think I'm at the last boss. I'm about uh, 25 or so hours in. Um, it feels like the last boss, but I've heard this game should be about 30, between 30 and 35 hours. So I don't know how I got to it so fast. I don't know what I missed, but... Um, it's a fake ending. Uh, it's going to be a, the roll, the rug's going to get pulled out, and then it's like, then, and then you got the back half. Yeah, and then I got the back half. I... That would be horrible because there's not enough left in this game for it to last more than 
another, I, I would give it two or three more hours if you really wanted to push it, but it's, this game is over. Um, I need to finish it and I, and I will, I just can't bring myself to, uh, for some reason or another, I guess I've been playing other stuff, but it's just, it, it would be higher. It really would. If this game was, you know, if you rushed it and you could get it done in 15 hours, then, and, and if you played it slow, you're 20, uh, hours, then I think the game would probably be about perfect, but you know, being 25 hours in, it's just a little bit too long winded. Um, and it doesn't really say enough with the story. I think they had a good opportunity to, uh, make some things a little bit more poignant. Um, maybe throw, throw some things in there about, I don't know, that were a little bit more concrete about, I don't know, universal, universal themes like family or friendship, some anime theme, sure. I, I would have liked that a little bit more because they definitely have, they definitely had the time. They definitely had the writing ability, I think. They just played it a little bit too safe. Um, still, great game, really enjoyed it. Um, and if you can pick it up, I, I do recommend it, at least uh, playing a, a good portion of it for uh, a discounted price. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Number four for me. Eastward. All right. Um, all right. So for me, it's going to be um, all right. Uh, on the PlayStation. Uh, what, this is going to be a VR uh, experience again. Uh, I, I got around to getting a uh, synth rider. Oh, yeah. uh, synth rider was a, um, or is a uh, rhythm game, uh, VR music rhythm uh, where you use the move controllers as essentially like boxing gloves um or like pom-poms i guess however you want to say it to hit the notes as <laughs> they go by real. um though it's uh, it is a lot more uh intense than than at first glance because there's a lot of um uh, rails that you end up having to uh, hit multiple things and so you're constantly moving your arms um i got it this is the first time i've um instantly bought something like right away uh for a long time because usually i'm very patient with games i'll wait for a while but i do like the uh vr rhythm games and uh they had muse on here so i'm like you know um my spouse and i we both really like muse and we're like yeah for sure let's get it and so we got the they had like an ultimate set or something that had all the dlc uh for a reasonable price i think it was like less than 60 bucks uh and had quite a bit of dlc so we hadn't bought the whole thing right there uh, and we had a really, we've had a really good time with it. Uh, so, uh, that's going to be my number four, but with the caveat of it's that plus, <laughs> um, the other rhythm games. So like, uh, beat saber and pistol mm. whip, uh, I, th those, I kind of come combine those into just one thing because, uh, we'll dabble in one for a bit and then just jump to the other and jump to the, you know, like between all the different musics you have. And, uh, it's fun to just switch up game styles, but uh, we play those quite often, so uh, I highly recommend if you have um, VR, you know, give it a shot if you like any, if you miss stuff like uh, old DDR days. Uh, but yeah, Synth Rider came out this year, uh, but that Pistol Whip and Beat Saber, all awesome. Had, you know, and that's that's all I really I got to say about that. Yeah, I mean, Beat Saber, uh, or rather uh, Synth Rider and Beat Saber 2, definitely seem like games that that make me want to 
play VR, they make me like, like, I don't know, something about Synth Rider makes me think of DDR back in the day. And just kind of the idea of being able to kind of exercise a little bit while also entertaining your lizard brain uh, and, and, and kind of watching uh, people play that. It definitely seems really cool. Like, I know I'd suck at it at the beginning, but uh, putting on the headset every day and kind of getting practice with it um, looked pretty cool. And I would definitely, I definitely hope I can, can try it at some point in the future, whenever I can get VR. My in-laws bought a PS4 Pro and the VR just for Beat Saber. Whoa. Yeah, they played it and then they got hooked and they like, they really, it, it was funny because they're like, yeah, we really want to play it. And they did it, like, I think it was in the spring or whatever. And like, this is like maybe two years ago and like May timeframe or something. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I was like, just let you know, that's a lot of money put down. Um, and eventually I, wow. I kind of talked them back to waiting till Christmas time. <laughs> and then when Christmas came around, um, there was a good deal on the pro and then there was a bundle with uh, the VR. So it came with a couple of games and one of those games was beat saber. Uh, so, and they got the, you know, so they had it all for uh, a bit cheaper than they would have normally. And yeah, they really do like it. So, wow. I mean, that's, what would that be like at the time? Was that like $900 they're about to spend? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I think I got it for like 700 or something like that for them so yeah that was probably on some kind of sale too day yeah, was- oh, this was all like black friday ish around that time uh so i just ordered everything off my credit card and they just paid me back later wow so. uh that's that's amazing that that it would be that that cool to them that they would just jump in feet first you know yeah you know like it's it is but it's beat saber is such a great game and those those games are really something uh i mean synth rider has this thing where they uh, certain songs they'll have their own special level where it immerses you completely and it's not just your normal like run of the mill level you have all these crazy trippy things in the background it's uh yeah it is like a drug trip or something like that it's just like what the hell uh and then beat saber they've continued to do updates they now have on the playstation at least they have um uh three lanes for some of the songs so you'll have the one in front of you but you'll have also 45 degrees to the left and the right um so that's it's a lot of fun uh totally uh pistol whip uh is is quite a bit different in that sense because uh but it's still a really good rhythm game that one works your legs like nobody's business though because mm. you're constantly moving and dodging so because of that uh next thing you realize you did like a thousand micro squats and now your leg you know your thighs are on fire <laughs> you don't <laughs> yeah, realize it at the time but then the moment you put away your headset you're like oh i feel like jelly <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, you know, shout out to you know, to a lot of those fun rhythm games. But if you have um, if you have PC, something like the Oculus Quest or something like that, that's when those games really shine because you can like uh, Beat Saber, you can do custom songs. You know, so you'll you can just find them on YouTube. You'll watch people do pretty much any song you want, and they'll also customize the Beat Sabers, um, the actual cool. instead of the lightsabers themselves. Uh, I saw I recently saw one with uh, I think it was a song called Tuna and this person's uh, is a VTuber uh, character model, but they had their sabers as two giant like mackerel tuna, like holding by the, ta- <laughs> the course, tails. Yeah. And it was so stupid, but it was so funny. And I, I enjoyed watching that a lot. Yeah, um, that, that definitely seems to have s- sort of a uh, like a karaoke aspect to it that you could do. You could kind of like if people who are kind of good at it, you can kind of have a house party and have like a little party games thing where you do that and 
that, I think that'd be, that'd, be, that'd be pretty fun to do. Yeah, it's, it, it is. It's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that if you want to impress people with VR, uh, there you go. And everyone knows, you know, what a lightsaber is and stuff. And, or like uh, Synth Rider is super easy because you just, you're holding, you know, it's essentially your fist just has to bump into the nodes. But then you're, uh, that one's really good with the rhythm and music. Uh, I think it hits, it has, it hits a good stride on that one. Um, so yeah, pistol whip is a bit more technical. It's a little more t- difficult to get the, um, the, the beat, right. So it's a little more challenging in that spec. And that's why I think why I like it too. Um, but yeah, the, they're all solid games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's, I would say all, you know, that is a, the genre as a whole, my number four <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, with, uh, bit with, uh, synth rider leading the wave. Yeah. Well, as, as the most recent iteration for sure, I see. you know, as so next year they'll come out with some other rhythm game that I'm going to be super stoked on too. <laughs> okay. That's good. Uh, I hope, I hope, I hope so. Um, so kind of going on to, I guess my number three now, um, I hesitate to put this one in here. It was released this year, but it is a it is a remaster, remake, remaster, um, and that's near replicant. Um, this is a game that originally came out in what twenty twenty ten something like that. Um, so as I talked about the other near already. Um, you know, I, I guess I have a thing for Nier, uh, but I actually played Nier Automata first, and then I played Nier Replicant, which is the, uh, which is, uh, I guess you wouldn't call it a prequel, but the one before um, Nier Automata. Um, and uh, I, I might put it higher on the list, um, like maybe at number two, but it, but it is a remaster, so I'm kind of hesitant because it, didn't it sort of technically didn't come out this year, but the okay. reason why it, it's on the list is because um, the story in it is is really great. Um, the characters are fantastic. It's pretty hard for me to think of a better crew, like the the cast of characters you know you as the protagonist and then you know the people that that you're with and kind of how they are fleshed out as characters it's they're just really great they're just fantastic they all they're all different they feel real they feel like they have their own hopes and dreams and aspirations and strengths and weaknesses um and uh, it's just really a joy to kind of go through the world with them. Um, and then this game also has uh, is uh, fully voice acted, which is apparently one of the things that they the, the upgrades that they did from the old game. The old game was not voice acted all the way. Um, and no, that's and it's a really awesome thing. Like all the NPCs everything is you know and that's amazing yeah i was gonna point that out yeah like that the npcs like just some random asshole that you talk to on the street uh who doesn't even give you a a quest or anything he's voice acted and he's you know and it's you know it's it's passable it's not like that guy's gonna win an oscar but the fact they did it in the first place is amazing um they really did a lot of upgrades to i mean it still looks like a playstation 3 game you know, I gotta be honest, but it's a very good looking PlayStation three game. 
um, the music. I don't know if they did it much for the music, but um, the music, I guess, uh, stands the test of time. I can say that. It's, it's fantastic. And, of course, the story, um, kind of the vignettes that you, that you run through. Uh, the main storyline is good, but a lot of the side stuff that you end up getting into um, has that near weirdness that we've come to kind of uh, come to know and love from, from near Automata. And uh, there's just a lot of really weird stories in the game that kind of make you go, I'm not playing just a regular game, um, playing something that somebody put more thought into and I don't know, kind of somebody that thinks about games a little bit uh, on a little bit different level. Um, but yeah, it was a great game. I put about 30 hours into it. I got through, I think, two of the endings. Uh, I still have to get through the last ending, which is uh, you have to get all, all of the all of the weapons which isn't gonna, which isn't too hard, but it's gonna take another ten hours at least, and I just don't know if I can do that. We'll see. There's a lot to play in this upcoming year, but I definitely enjoyed the thirty hours that I put into it. Um, and yeah, so that's my number three game of the year, uh, near replicant. All right, I'm gonna take this time to take a quick break. I have to uh, answer my child. So. Okay. Cool. We'll we'll be back in just a second. All right, and we're back. So, hey, uh, my number three now for uh, Game of the Year. All right, so uh, for me, I got a, uh, there's a couple of games that technically are um, 2020 uh, games, but, you know, due to uh, them coming either late in the year or when uh, I was able to get them from the library or whatnot. So uh, this one is going to be um, the top three. Once again, they're all kind of interchangeable. Uh, you know, I like them all a lot. Um so this one's going to be uh, Marvel Spider-Man's Miles Morales. Uh, I believe that came out uh, uh, November of 2020. Mm. Uh, so it just, you know, shortly before uh, this year started. Uh, but I didn't get to play it until, uh, until this year itself. And that was a phenomenal uh, little game. I mean, it's, you know, it's its own standalone. And it had... Uh, so... It, Marvel Spider-Man was also a you know phenomenal game, but they actually made it better. Uh, they they tweaked the visuals. Um, some of the, you know a lot of the gameplay is similar, uh, so you know is more of what I wanted. Uh, and the story was super fun. I really enjoy it, and I'm really excited for whatever next game they end up making uh, in this in this franchise because yeah, it's just it had all it. It really was just a good time. I from front to back, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, you know, so the uh, is that from I, the same yeah. the same people that made this the Spider Man game, or is it? Yeah, it's yeah Marvel Spider Man and Mar- Miles Morales. It's, it's all the same team. It's Insomniac, if I remember correctly. Okay. Cool. Um. So yeah, they uh, the same guys who I believe Insomniac are the ones who did um, uh, Infamous. Uh, so I, I really like, you know, they do good open world games. Yeah, they do. Because um, they did the I, Batman. I've always liked everything they've done. Because they did the, the, the Arkham stuff, you know, and that those, I mean, depending on how. Did how they? You, uh, wait, I'm thinking of. Yeah, because. That was, they, that was, wasn't that like something, tur- not Turtle Rock, uh, something Rock. Um, there was, there was, I, there was a one before 
the the Arkham the one that they don't claim was done by somebody separate, but I'm pretty sure he said Insomniac. Yeah. Pretty sure Insomniac did Batman did the did the Arkham games before they jumped over to Spider Man because that was kind of the was kind of the big thing back when that was uh all being discussed. Okay, because uh Rocksteady. Rocksteady Studios is the one who did um, oh. the Arkham uh Arkham Knights um Wait, and so, stuff like that. So they didn't do Spider Man, so it was Rocksteady and they didn't do Spider Man? Um, no, in, uh, Insomniac did wow. Spider Man. Okay. Rocksteady uh, did the the Batman games. Well, okay. Well, it's neither here nor there. I was just wondering what they've done in the inter inter meantime. Well, I'm confused. Oh. Um, never mind. Rocksteady Rocksteady's a uh, a very good developer. Um, uh, but they've yeah they've been on break for a bit. They they did that suicide or they're going to be doing a Suicide Squad mo- um one, um. But yeah, they've done the Batman ones, and they've been quiet for a while. Um, yeah, is what have. I've what I remember. Uh, they might have come. They might have made something, and I just um, just didn't get around to it. I only played the first two Batman games, so I never did play. Um, well, the last anyway, one. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, so <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but yeah, so um, no, but Insomniac, um, you know, they made web web swinging a lot of fun, a lot of fun gadgets. Um, I know three people who all played the uh, Spider-Man game and we all played it differently uh, just because the combat was so flexible that way. Um, a good buddy of mine, uh, very heavy into the gadgets. We uh, used a lot of the, you know, extra like little drones and stuff like that. I almost never used any of those. Um, so I was more of a combo uh, melee combat focused stuff like that. Um, and my spouse played differently from me too. So yeah, it's just, you really have your own, uh, style in that one. Uh, th- the story was a lot of fun. And because this one was um, like, it was kind of a little standalone, uh, you know, DLC kind of thing. Uh, it was shorter, uh, but it had a, it's still, it was like, I think it was like perfect length. Um, didn't need to be too long. You know, had a really good time with it. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, like I said, it came out in 20, uh, I, th- I think it came out in 2020. So it, but I only I didn't get to play until early 2021. So yeah, that's, that's my number three. It's really good when games, especially that are that big uh, and fancy, that you can, that you and your friends all play them differently. You know, it really yeah. puts your signature on the game and shows kind of how how uh, dynamic it is and what what a good job that the developers did. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right, oh. so you're number two, man. So number two, uh, another one that kind of snuck in, um, Halo Infinite. Uh, I didn't play any of the multiplayer, but I do. I do want to do that uh, here soon. Um, and uh, but really, the campaign, uh, kind of open world Halo, and I only played probably, I don't know, um, probably seven or eight hours of it, uh, but kind of just going around and shooting stuff up, having fun. Um, it's just a really well-made shooter uh, and kind of takes me back. It really feels like what I remember Halo 3 feeling like. Uh, I mean, it just popped right in there, and I was like, dang, this, which I hadn't played a Halo since Halo 3, um, just popping in there and just being like, dang, this is just like the the good old days, but you know, up and, um, and all that stuff. Uh, I knew exactly what the guns did. 
immediately and they all felt fantastic. Um, you know, just being able to run around and kind of hit a base, uh, finish up that thing and then go to another spot immediately thereafter, um, checkpoints and stuff like that. Uh, you'd think it'd be kind of over like, you know, overplayed and maybe to people who play a lot of Ubisoft games that it, 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 it is, um, but I thought they, that they handled it well. Nothing, nothing takes too long. Everything is, you know, the right amount of time. And honestly, I didn't really look up anything about this game before I started playing it. Um, so whenever I figured out that it was, you know, open world, I was like, oh, dang, this is pretty cool. Because it starts out, you know, with you just on some missions and then they finally drop you into the world. And it's just like, there you go, man. Uh, have at it. Um, and uh, it's it's good. It's just really good, old school um, Halo, and I've uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna try to get back to the campaign, uh, finish that up. I shouldn't have too much more, but I have been kind of noodling around, so I, I might have to beeline it for the end. But uh, overall, uh, not really a surprise, but uh, kind of surprised that it's this high on my list. Uh, Halo Infinite number two. Oh, that's uh, yeah, especially coming from the fact that Halo, uh, you know, you haven't you kind of stepped away from Halo for a while, so yeah, for a uh, long while. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 cool that uh, they're good, and they're polished enough to make you you know that int- invested in it. Um, so for me, my number two is going to be um, a game that came out recently, and. Uh, I happened to power through the entire game. Uh, in fact, I just finished it last night oh, yeah. <laughs> and that'd be, uh, <laughs> yeah, I finished it last night and I platinumed it, uh, today, uh, Dang. like a couple hours, a be- couple hours ago. Uh, it's, and that would be, um, guardians of the galaxy. Uh, I got around to playing that. Uh, I really enjoyed the story. The story is something else. Um, they have so much dialogue in that. It's kind of crazy. Uh, they have quite a bit of banter, almost to the point of being annoying. But there's quite a bit of different dialogue. It's, um, you know, during the combat that they may repeat themselves quite often. Uh, but outside of combat, uh, heck, even in combat, they'll they'll still have a lot of funny things. And yeah, it's just uh, there's, you know, the combat for me felt a little easy and uh, a little empty, but the story completely makes up for it. Uh, there are so many small choices you can make. Uh, there's all these, um, you know, just side banter. You can choose, well, you can choose to ignore a lot of it actually, uh, if you want to, but when you go back to the ship or even when you're on the missions, uh, sometimes there'll be a dialogue speech bubble above their head. So you can interact with them and get more flavor out of it. You can pick up like lore items and collectibles and certain collectibles will be dedicated to their, uh, it's certain, uh, members of your crew. And so you'll find something that's for, uh, for Drax or something like that. And then you go back to his crew quarters later and you go to a room, you pick up the object and then he'll engage in conversation with you and you'll get more backstory about those characters. Um, this essentially, um, I, uh, having played the whole thing, it's more or less, uh, they aren't, uh, you know, galaxy saving heroes. This is uh, like their own origin story. Um, you know, and they've more or less recently recruited um, uh, Drax and uh, Gamora on their team. And so I think Gamora's been with them for less than a year. 
uh, is kind of the, the idea of how this, um, as far as them knowing each other. So in the beginning, it's very much a lot of uh, hate between them. And then they just bond really well together. And it does, if you're a fan of the movies, if you're a fan of the comic books, uh, you're going to be a fan of this, no doubt. Uh, it's it's very much done in the same vein, um, but the story is different, which is wonderful because I've seen the movies. I don't need to I don't need to have that same story told to me again. It's not I don't need to know that Uncle Ben dies, you know, <laughs> something else. It's like I don't need yeah. that Spider Man origin story again. That's that's actually why the Spider Man game was super awesome because he's he's adult. He's you know it, you didn't in the first you know that's and so in this it's a different origin story. Um, so if you saw the movie, you're like, yeah, I already know how, you know, Peter Quill, Star-Lord, how he, he gets to space. No, no, you don't, because this one's different. Um, you know, he, he, you know, his, um, yeah, his bit is uh, is different. So that's the whole game. I uh, had one of the best stories, uh, you know, I played last year. Yeah, it sounds uh, like, not- oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go on. Oh yeah, not the best because uh, it's not my number one, but it's I'm picking it as my number two because it was a lot of fun. It was it was a really good game. Okay, yeah, it sounds like they really nailed the. I mean, honestly, kind of talking about near replicant, uh, and then this game, it sounds like they nailed the crew uh, to really make them mesh as characters. Because if you don't have those characters working together well. Uh, in a believable way that is also entertaining, then the game probably wouldn't be that good. Would it? No, it's, uh, they do a good job about making them feel real, I guess is the best way to put it because, you know, they're all comic book characters. Uh, uh, but they do a good job about, uh, what makes them angry, what makes them tick and how they start to bond over time. Um, you know, the, it's the way they refer to each other, you know, um, Drex will, constantly being insulting Gamora, calling her like the assassin or this and that. And he'll insult uh, rocket by calling him, you know, uh, like essentially something like a fur monster or something like that, you know, like he, he, you know, but as time goes and he realizes these people are actually good crew people, crewmen, and they're not, they're not necessarily marked by their past, you know? And so he'll, his attitude, the way his, the way he talks to him or the way they treat each other, all meshes, uh, the story is really good. It's a lot longer than I expected. That's for sure, though. Like I got to a point where I'm like, oh, you should be wrapping up soon. Oh, wait, there is a second half. Are they going to drop the ball? No, they're, they're actually carrying it pretty good. Like, you know, they've you know, they, there are some parts, maybe they like a chapter or something they could have cut out. But, you know, I'm glad they still had it there. I still had a good time. Um, there wasn't uh, like I said the combat uh was the only part that i found a little lacking but you can't adjust it to make it easier uh if you just want to speed through the combat there's so many customization options um you know you can you can boost your own health and shields you can make your damage output stronger you can make the enemies weaker so if you if you do have a hard time or you just want to plow through it you can i kept everything default with the exception of my um my companions you have like a mass effect um pause or like the Knights of the Old Republic pause menu where you can then command them to use their special abilities for your, your partners. And what happens is when you're, when you're engaging in that wheel or the command uh, prompt, uh, time slows down. Uh, you can have it, you can change it either way. So you can have it say, I don't want any time to slow down. I want it to be real time combat. And, or you can do just the opposite. And I, that's what I did is I made the whole world pause. Mm-hmm. which granted probably made it way easier, but it gave me that feel of playing um, an old Bioware game, which I actually really liked, which made me instantly like the combat that much better. Uh. Um, the only thing I wish I had was I wish I was able to tell which 
um, which crew members to attack what monster, you know, with just normal or like, hey, I want you to defend or back off. I wish I could have a little more control almost. Um, and I almost wish that I really like the fact that you only play as Star-Lord. Uh, you're, uh, but part of me wishes you could switch around because I think it'd be awesome to have like multiplayer. Um, you know, that, I think playing with a buddy would be super fun. Um, and maybe doing like something like a combination attacks or something that would, that would have been really cool. But honestly, this game took me by surprise because I didn't actually know anything about it. Uh, I saw that demo uh, or like the, the original trailer and those monsters were stupid generic. Uh, <laughs> a gel cube with spikes in it. A um, a tiger like body monster with like a face of a squid or something like that. It was like, okay. It, it looked like the, the um, it was nothing impressive. You know, later on you fight human uh, or like, you know, humanoid monster, you know, people and you know, Nova Corps and stuff like that. So you do, you know, you have different variety, but the I'm, I'm not there for the combat. I was totally there for the story, and it did not disappoint. I really didn't. Uh, yeah, like I said, I it, the I did all the trophies for the PlayStation. Uh, there was a couple combat ones that uh, I don't look at the trophies ahead of time, um, or at least I try not to because I've learned the hard way that sometimes if you look at them, you get spoilers. Mm, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, you gotta be careful. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at um, Bioshock. Bioshock had a big one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, holy crap. Okay, and so ever since Bioshock, I learned my lesson. Don't look at that stuff. I, I usually try to beat the game first, or what I'll do is I'll look at it and be like, is there anything that's super tedious? You know, can you go, you know, like, so then for me, the only thing I did is I saw a collectibles uh, guide, and I'm like, okay, I'll do the collectibles, and that's I followed a guide for that. Um, and I'm glad I did, too, because, well, you've got a lot of articles and those articles are OK. Uh, but it's like I said, those, those special items that you get for your crew members. Um, and then you can talk to them and it, it fills out their backstory a whole lot more. And that was really interesting. I found that to be just entertaining as hell. Um, uh, there's and they gave you some choices. I don't know how much they actually affect you. Like, I don't think anything is like make or break. But uh, some of the choices I, I made. Uh, could have probably been better <laughs> and it might have made things easier for me had I chose a different dialogue. The only problem when it comes to things like that is sometimes they're timed. And so by the time uh, I'm a bit of a slow reader and also I, it's, it's one of those panic moments where also you get, you, you have a choice and the, the your timer's ticking down and you're like, I'm reading this one and I'm this one. Oh shoot. You know, I'm trying to process. Okay. I'm going to hit this one. Ah, oh, I did not choose right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, it's, um, it's a good game. Uh, I, if anyone has, if you're remotely interested in the story, um, you know, and you like those kind of games, uh, like, or if you like the movie, just go ahead and pick it up, give it a shot. Um, you know, you'll know right away if you don't like it. But you know, I got this from the library, and it was just there on the shelf. And I'm like, you know what, I, I really didn't have high hopes, but I was just really curious because I do like the movies. Yeah, I, I was gonna ask, is that would you say this is the biggest surprise? of the year for you for me personally yes um because once again i i didn't follow any i didn't listen to anyone else who you know this i i'm coming to a little later than others uh but i happen i've been so busy uh lately that i haven't i'm i'm about a month behind on all my listening podcasts mm -hmm. um and i haven't really had much time to look at anything so i didn't know any reviews about it the last thing i knew about it was that original uh or not original but the the gameplay trailer that showed like 
you know, 10, 15 minutes of it, you know, the, um, and I was like, that part, like I said, the combat looked boring, but the, they showed like choosing to throw a rocket across a chasm, you know, and then so you like, yeah, do it. And then he does. It, and then it pops up saying like, you know, essentially rocket will remember this, you know, <laughs> uh, the walking dead telltale, you know, style or something like that. They, they have these little prompts coming up like, uh, so of course I chose not to throw him and it goes rocket appreciates you standing up for him or something. I'm like, Oh, that makes me feel better. <laughs> That's kind of cute. <laughs> so yeah, it's, um, they they nail the characters, um, their attitudes, how they, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, my solid number two. Nice. Awesome, man. Okay. Well, I guess, uh, all that leaves for me is my number one game of the year for me. Um, and that is Metroid dread. Um, it's kind of a, a running theme, I guess, uh, through a lot of the games that I've chosen this year. Um, and that's kind of this purity of gameplay. Uh, all the games that I really liked this year had that, uh, Forza, it's just kind of pure racing. Um, and, uh, Halo is a, uh, you know, kind of a pure old school uh, uh, first person shooter. And Metroid Dread is kind of the the culmination of that, um, of that kind of pure gameplay aspect of it. Um, more than the other games, you know, Metroid is one of those games that you you start out weak and then you progress and you become, and you become strong. Um, the other games don't, I mean, I guess near kind of does, does that and Eastward a little bit, but it's not really the same because they sort of just give you what you need for the time being and it, and they don't ever show you, Hey, you suck, you know, but Metroid, because it's a Metroid game, um, that's what it does. It, it goes, you know, Oh, you want to get in here? Oh, too bad. Uh, you're not, you're not ready yet. Um, so it, it teases you in that Metroid style. Um, and it just feels good to play. Like it just controls really well. The gun, like the, like the, 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 the laser gun, the beam arm, um, feels good to shoot all, all the time. The controls and people complained about the controls being a little bit, uh, the layout being a little bit wonky. Um, and you know, if I was going to knock it for something, I would say, yeah, that would be one of the things. Um, it's a, but it doesn't take that much to get used to, uh, because I was able to get used to it and it's just, um, it's just a good game all the way through. Uh, if I was going to knock it for a couple things, I would say, the controller layout is a little bit weird, but I don't know how you would, how else you would do it. Um, and then um, it's a little bit linear. I would say, you know, the ways that, that you, that you can go um, are, are limited. Um, but it's a Metroid game though, man, that's, that's what it Metroid. It does what Metroid does. Yeah. But I mean, like you can sequence break it though. I think the sequence breaking and kind of the stuff like, the old school Metroid is a little bit uh, fewer and further between. Um, so 
like I would I would kind of knock it for that though. It didn't really bother me. Um, but as far as like just pure gameplay and like kind of that you know that feeling you get when you've been playing a game and then you put it down and then you're thinking about it later. I think Metroid fits into that category best of like, dang, I just want to get back and fucking get through that thing and just get to the next, like get to the next thing and wait, I think I remember now that I'm thinking about it, I could do this in here now that I, now that I have this weapon. Um, so it's just, it was just a really great experience uh, for that. Um, I did have to look up, look up a couple things. I got lost twice uh, through my own stupidity and then the final boss, um, I definitely had to look up, uh, cause I was not, I was not going to get that on my own, but, um, but really just an all around awesome game, the right length and, uh, everything about it just felt great. And, uh, yeah, so that's definitely my number one game is Metroid Dread. Wow. That surprised me. I mean, had, had I had to guess coming into today, I would have guessed that you would have went with something like Eastward above Dread because you were, you were, you liked Dread. You know, like I felt the energy that came off you was solid, but I didn't expect it to be that much. So, like, I felt like you, you came in way hotter and like excited about, you know, Eastward or something like that. And so, turns out Eastward was a lot lower and Dread like way higher. So, that's actually really something. Yeah. I mean, like, once the games are kind of marinated, you know, Eastward was just, it was just, the problems with it were just too glaring because it kind of just doesn't really respect your time. And Metroid Dread, that's one of the, probably the main things I should say about it is it's like, it's just, you know, it respects your time so well. It's like, this is what you're doing right now. And it's really cool. and It's really fun. And you're done with that. And on to the next thing. And it just never, it never really drags. Um, just great all the way through. Well, that's awesome. Okay. So right. for me, um, my number one is a game that technically came out in 2020, but it also re-released in uh, 2021. And that's going to be um, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Mm. Uh, I played the crap out of this game. I unfortunately did not get around to beating it because that's a long ass game. Yeah. But oh my goodness, it is fun as hell. Um, so much, just so much Yakuza. Um, so. I have I've always been in this franchise. I have the original games uh, that were that came out on the uh, PS2. Um, I own I own all the original releases except for the zombie one, um, which was like three you know, something. I can't remember what it was, but uh, yeah. So I own like the first two were PS2 games, um, and then it's like uh, the rest were on PS3 and PS4. So uh, I this franchise I've always stuck with, um, you know, and it's, it's huge. It's funny. Um, they do all the crazy right things in this game. Uh, for those of you who don't know anything about it, uh, Yakuza franchise is usually, um, like, uh, uh, 3d beat em up. Uh, you know, you know, you walk around in the city, uh, think of it like your streets of rage or something like that, but in the 3d realm, uh, and you're literally a Yakuza guy coming up the ranks. Uh, for and it has a, a great soap opera drama story. It's like completely over the top. Uh, it's cheesy as hell, uh, but it's it's awesome. Uh, the, they change it up with like a dragon, uh, where 
and, and they actually made it a turn-based game. Uh, so it's more like an old RPG, and they they literally reference Dragon Quest, uh, and uh, they have so many stupid fun things in that. Uh, it's hilarious. It's um, you're it's it's a wild ride, is what it is. Um, so if you you know if you ever it's safe to jump in on this one. So if you're like, well, you know, I heard a lot of good things about it, but I'm just, I just, you know, it's so late in the franchise. I mean, oh, this is its own thing. You can totally jump in. You don't have to know anything about any of the other Yakuza games. Uh, but if you wanted the beat em up style, go with zero. Uh, Yakuza zero is the best place to start. Equally super crazy, super awesome. Uh, these games are chock full of humor, uh, great story. Uh, beat, but, be prepared to have a lot. So if you, you know, to put your time into the game, um, if you want your dollar value for your time, uh, these games can't, you know, can't go wrong with, uh, they most definitely, you'll put the hours in. Uh, so unfortunately I don't know if I'll ever get around to beating this game. Uh, I'll, or I'll just have to stop everything. Cause they have so many side quests, side missions, other things. Um, uh, I started watching a bunch, like they have these, you can go to a movie theater and watch movies and then you'll see they have all these like, janky b-rate movies that are like knockoffs of like the terminator or something like that and uh you don't actually see the movie but you're hearing the dialogue and you're watching your character's face and then you're reading you're seeing the text of the dialogue on the screen and you're trying to fight going to sleep so like i can't fall asleep during this movie and once <laughs> you like <laughs> and if you succeed in your uh in the mini game is what it is it's just a mini game uh you end up getting extra stat boosts and you 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 can do other things to boost your stats. You can uh, you can go to um, a cram school essentially and take these extra courses to to boost different stats and all this just yeah. tons and tons of garbage. But it's so fun to do. <laughs> uh, and your guys, your whole crew is just crazy. Um, it is it is the best waste of time. <laughs> I love that game so much. It is it is really great. Um, you know, granted, like I said, a lot of people have already talked about this uh, back in 2020. Um, I didn't get around to playing it till this year. Um, so it's, uh, I'm, I'm very glad I did. I just, I wish I had more time to finish it, but at least even, I think I played like 20, 30 hours into it or something like that. Mm, so it's a good job. Uh, yeah, it's, it's still, it's just, it's really, and I, I feel I have a bit more, but you can get sidetracked by doing all sorts of silly things. And, uh, totally worth your time. Um, I and they're going to be making more of these. Um, yeah, it's been confirmed. So, yeah, uh, like I definitely yeah. want to jump in on the, on some of the next ones. Uh, I did play a little bit of Yakuza Zero this year, but I had to move on from it. Um, it is an amazing game. Uh, even in the little bit I've played, I can tell it's just everything you said. Just the fighting, the over the top story, the mini games. It's all there, and it's also perfect but uh i do want to play you know i i don't want to jump in on the on this one that that you're talking about but um the next time there is another one i'm going to make it a point to uh to play it because they're just too good to pass up oh yeah totally uh so yeah uh i've i really most definitely anyone who's ever interested uh especially since you know like i said this one was so iffy because it was turn-based but they pull it off excellent. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Um, so yeah, that would be my number one game for the year. Uh, and man, we had some weird uh, lists for you and I. <laughs> Very yeah. different. 
yeah, very different, you know, um, but uh, definitely good on on all all aspects. And I think I think that uh, there'd be a lot more crossover if we played some of the same games. <laughs> but uh, just definitely a very different smattering, and we'll probably yeah. have a little bit more. Um, our Venn diagrams will touch a little bit uh, more next year, I think. Yeah, and it's it's honestly going to be thanks to Game Pass is a huge part of it because oh, yeah. at least we're guaranteed to get those games, uh, you know, right off the bat. And uh, yeah, it's uh, you know I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, you get that you know you get yourself a PlayStation Five. Um, <laughs> chances are, what I'll, I'll end up playing if it comes out on the those games come out on the PS4, I'll probably play it on that, even though it's the inferior, you know, slower system, but. You know, so long as I can get the gist of it, um, I think I'll be all right because you know, Guardians was just fine. Um, cyberpunk, eh, it, was, eh. it was cyberpunk. It was just as good as anywhere else. It was just flaming trash. <laughs> yeah, that gave a lot of problems. Uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see what C right. Project Red comes out with next year. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, they're just gonna be fixing stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I hope they. I hope the rumors about the uh, the Witcher uh, three multiplayer uh, are true because i would actually um i would like to i, I don't i own witcher one and two uh but i i haven't beaten either one of them and i'm like you know what's your three i really wanted to get in on that but if they make it multiplayer then i might actually play so it's always tomorrow <laughs> yeah right put off to tomorrow what you can do today <laughs> not really <laughs> So, all right. Well, thank you guys for uh, for listening to our uh, another Dead Pixels uh, game of the years, and we uh, we really do appreciate your time today. Uh, we hope you guys had a good year in gaming, uh, and we look forward to uh, to the next year of all the good games coming out. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, looking forward to another great year. All right, take it easy. See you guys.